Welcome to Guns, the podcast where we dive deep into the world of guns. I share my favorite guns. We talk about guns. It's everything guns, guns, guns. Let's dive into it. In today's episode, we are going to go over why the ATF let you become an instant felon, possibly on purpose. This is a very interesting one, so hang on. In case you haven't guessed, this all has to do with the ATF's pistol brace ruling. The ATF changed their stance on the legality of pistol braces and it's caused quite a commotion. Originally, they said that pistol braces were allowed and were allowed to be used by anybody, but their designed intent was for people with disability to shoot an AR pistol easier. Now, that was all the way back in 2012, and they have letters that they sent out to people saying it was not a short-barreled rifle. Now, this was changed. They decided to change the rules. Something very important to note is that the ATF did not change the law around pistols. Really, it's exactly the same. However, they did change their rules, and that is something that, well, federal agencies are allowed to do thanks to something called Chevron deference. It allows them to change rules, but not laws. Now, the difference between rules and laws can get pretty hairy, especially when they change a rule after saying that people could do something specific. Now, in this case, it was pistol braces. Chevron deference is a principle that requires the courts to defer to an agency's reasonable interpretation of an ambiguous statute. However, pistol braces shouldn't be something that's so ambiguous, so this is going to be something that makes it up to the Supreme Court. Now, tying it all back in, why did the ATF let this happen, and did they let it happen on purpose? Now. First of all, you need to understand why they would have let this happen on purpose. Something that the ATF may want is the ability to change rules more and more as we go into the future. So it is entirely possible that they found a battle that they thought that they could win and essentially let everybody use these pistol braces for as long as they did, knowing that the NFA is one of the strongest laws and that it would be on their side in this court case. So it's possible they picked a battle that they thought would give them the strongest argument. Now, unfortunately, they let so many of these pistol braces sell that it could make people like you and me felons. And it's possible that the ATF is doing this in order to win this debate and win this argument in the courts. And what that would allow them to do is change rules in the future. They would be allowed essentially to dig even deeper, changing more and more rules at a greater and greater degree of importance and magnitude. So if they can win this, it's possible that they did it on purpose to allow them to have greater interpretation of the laws. It's no secret that the ATF likes to pick on people that seem relatively innocent and turn them into an example of sorts we saw this with the auto key card case, and it is a big problem where the ATF will make an example out of somebody in order to show people the power that they have and to show people that they are the ones in charge of the laws, when in reality, that should be Congress. 
That being said, for the ATF, they are not going to be bringing this to the Supreme Court as a first Chevron deference case. Rather, there is going to be other Chevron deference cases that make it first that could actually hamper the ETF's ability uh, to prove their point, essentially. So hopefully those cases, which actually have to do with fishing, nothing at all to do with firearms, that have to do with the regulatory commissions that are making rules for fisheries, it has to do with them and the ability that they have to change the rules. So hopefully that will negatively impact the ATF if it can essentially have a positive outcome in the Supreme Court. All in all, people really need to be inspecting the ATF's actions to ensure that transparency and accountability takes place because that is not something that the ATF is known for doing themselves. Almost always, people have to come in, look at something that they're doing wrong, and tell them that they're doing it wrong. So this is a good moment for everybody to take a close look at the ATF and why they're doing what they're doing. And hopefully this will have a positive impact on the NFA, or possibly just pistol braces in general, which would make the whole short-barreled rifle ruling not much of an issue and would allow people to own those shorter barrels, but we're gonna see what the results are and we have to wait to find out. So to conclude, it's entirely possible that the ATF is running through this whole pistol brace fiasco on purpose, at first keeping them legal until millions were sold, and then making them illegal after they knew so many people had them to see how far they could push their rulings in the ATF to see how much power the Supreme Court would let them have. That is all for this week. I hope this was insightful, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Guns, hosted by Dalen Schaefer. Do not forget to follow this podcast to get our next episode, and I will see you next time.